Hi, you've tuned in to the Lovely Travels podcast where we talk about all things travel and adventure. My name is Emma Lovell, also known as Lovely, and I have a mission to visit every UN-recognised country in the world while raising awareness for mental health. Join me as we revisit some of my past adventures, speak to fellow travellers and interesting locals, all while following the journey to 195 countries. I'll be joined soon by my co-pilot, Darius, in Germany. And sometimes we're even going to hit the road together. Make sure to join in the adventure by following me on Instagram, Lovely Travels. You can also join our Facebook group, Lovely Travels Community, and learn more about us at the website, lovelytravels.com. But for now, it's listening time. Travel vicariously along with us. Hello and welcome back, everybody, to the Lovely Travels podcast. Here with me today, as always, is the lovely, lovely Emma. Emma the Lovely. Guten Tag. Hello, everyone. How are you doing, Darius? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. And yourself? I am good. I'm excited for this episode. Yeah, we've been talking about it for a long time and... Um, here we are today. It, it all happened. You got your ducks lined up in a row or however that saying goes. I and did. and um, you took a shot, like a camera shot. Um, tried for the segue. It didn't work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this week, you've got the lovely Deborah Ducci on. Yes. So she was our underwater wedding photographer, which was, yes, pun, very punny with the shot. Uh, she has lots of shots of me. But, yes, she was our wedding photographer as well as this very, very special underwater photography session that we did. Hmm. How did that go? It was so nice. Like, actually, um, yeah, it has been a little hard to track down Deb. Deb lives in Mexico but went back to Italy and then kind of got stuck in Europe because of well, she went, she managed to get back there during COVID, but then right. kind of got stuck there a little bit and then was trying to get back to Mexico and, yeah, and then since she got back there was a cyclone and then, like, she's had lots of jobs on because now people can travel a little bit so they've been coming mm. for their elopements. And so, yeah, it was really wonderful to actually be like, okay, we can make a time and, and time zones as well. I mean, Mexico to Australia is not an easy time zone either. Sure. And does she exclusively shoot underwater? No, she does. Uh, so she actually okay. did our wedding ceremony as well as the um, above ground shots, we'll say, and then um, the underwater as well. But it's certainly her specialty and it's mm -hmm. her sort of signature. And not everybody who gets married would want what we want to or want to do it on the same day. But we'll definitely talk about all of that in the episode. Um, she is uh, at White Crown Photography is her um, business and they're on Facebook and Instagram and we'll be sharing all the links because you have to go and check out these photos. They are phenomenal. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to have with me today my beautiful friend, Deb. Hello. Hi, Emma, and hi, everyone. <laughs> so, um, I, I can say hola, I can say ciao, I can say hello. Ciao. Ciao. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> also German. I speak also German. <laughs> oh, you're too talented. But I would love to know, just tell us a little bit about you. What, 
where are you? What are you doing? Okay, so I'm an Italian photographer based in the Riviera Maya, Mexico. Uh, I'm in Playa del Carmen, but most of people, I would say, they know more Cancun and Tulum. And I've been here for the past 13 years now. And I I came, like, my background is advertising. I was working in Milan and Germany. And when I came to Mexico, I completely changed my life. Completely, completely, like, opposite um direction I would say happily and I discovered photography like after a few years I was in Mexico and it was like a big reveal like epiphany I I remember the first time in a wedding I was holding a camera and I was assisting a photographer I was bored I didn't like weddings and when he gave me the camera my life completely changed you know I knew it was like um, no way back uh, and so like everything started and I become, became a wedding photographer and I also shoot um, underwater like couples after the wedding. It's called underwater trash dress and um, but you were you were part of it. And yeah. there's an epic session, an epic adventure underwater in the beautiful uh, Riviera Maya Cenotes. Oh, it's so wonderful. And so, yeah, you went from, I mean, I'm so jealous of Europeans. Like <laughs> you speak Italian, you speak English, you speak German, you, uh, you picked up Spanish. Spanish, like, yes. <laughs> and we're, we're over here going, hola, como estas? Como estas? <laughs> Tacos, cerveza, tequila. <laughs> I'm, I'm fortunate because I lived in Mexico, but it's hard for us over here to learn languages. So I'm always very impressed. But yeah, you. So you're originally from Italy, and you went. Back I'm from Italy. Recently, and yes, I'm from Italy, and my mom is German, so I do have two nationalities, and I learned German when I was a kid. Um, I mean, I have like I would say a, bas- a basic German. I speak much better Spanish and English uh, than German. Uh, and Spanish is quite similar to Italian. So, I mean, it's not too tough to learn Spanish for me. They're like Latin languages would be similar. And um, I've been now here like for a long time. I go back often to Italy uh, every summer. I was just there uh, recently for a few months due to the COVID emergency. And uh, now I'm back. I've been back since the beginning of October. And I'm starting again with uh, weddings and elopements and trash dress. And everything is almost back to normality. Yes. Uh, Expecta, I'm in Deutsch, but our other host, ah, Darius. See you good. He is German. So maybe German, say, okay. say something for him. Maybe say hello, Darius, to him and give him a little message. And when he edits it, he'll hear back. <laughs> Okay, uh, sorry, what is his name? Darren? Darius. Uh, Darius, okay. Guten um, Tag, um, Darius. Wie geht's? Alles gut? Uh, oh, now I'm getting shy with my German. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, a song that my grandma always sang, uh, sang to me was, Oh, wie gut, dass niemand weiß, dass ich Rumpelstilskin eist. It's from a little, like, tale from the Grimm Brothers, and that is stuck on my mind. <laughs> Hallo Deborah und äh, vielen Dank für deine Nachricht. <lacht> Macht Spaß, den Podcast zu bearbeiten. Cancun 
from Cancun along the coast? Yes, it's, uh, I would say, one hour about. Um, it's exactly in between, between um, uh, Cancun and Tulum. I'm in the middle. And I, I don't know, like, I've, I found this place. I fell in love with Mexico. And actually, like, um, it's the same story of many people, like foreigners, lives in Playa. Yeah. Uh, I came on vacation here uh, for two weeks. I went back to Italy, and after 25 days, I decided to move back to Mexico. And it was like um, I couldn't stay where I was. I needed to get back to Mexico. And uh, I thought, like, let's go for a few months and see how it goes. And uh, now it's 30 years. So, like, it, it went pretty well, I would say. And I'm really grateful to the beautiful people I've met, to the language I've learned, to the new career path. I'm, you know, with photography, like, I, I would do nothing else today than photography. I mean, it's my, I'm so happy to have found this path in Mexico and everything came from a vacation. You never know where um, a vacation can bring you, you know. <laughs> yeah, oh, 100%. And even the first time, Matthew and I went to Tulum. I, I've been to Tulum a number of times and I've been to Mexico a number of times, but we were there and he said, oh, I could live here. And I said to him, don't do oh, that. Yeah. You know, you, like, I was <laughs> in a heartbeat, so you don't say that if it's a joke. Like if you want to, you know, we will make it happen. So please don't tease me, you know. <laughs> You know, like it's strange to explain, but it's like um, energy that calls you back because I do travel um, a lot and I travel to beautiful places, you know, like I've seen a little bit of everything in the world. And um, but I never had the feeling I want to stay or come back or leave uh, in another place. And with Mexico, it was this like uh, attraction to the place. You know, I needed to get back to Mexico and I needed to find out if it was for me or not. And um, it was, yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely magical and there's a few places around. But I explained to Loom, like, it just got the best of everything. And, and it's funny because mm-hmm. I always thought I would get married on the beach. I love I love the beach. And, I mean, it's like that typical paradise. Yeah. Know, you've got white sand, you've got the really clear water, uh, palm trees. I mean, you're having drinks and music and things on the beach. So it's that, you know, I took my friend there 2012. The memories just came up actually eight wow. years ago. And she's like, it was her first time going somewhere like really paradise. Like the, it's the, like a postcard. It is. It's that, what do you think paradise looks like? Tulum is it. That's it. <laughs> but then you have the ruins, you know, you have the, you know, the, the Mayan history there, the Aztec sort of fusion. And then, then you have the jungle. And then you have cenotes. Cenotes, yeah. I mean, it's nowhere in the world. It's so unique. For me, cenotes kind of a magic place because, like, the beach is beautiful, but I think when you live here, you can get a little bit tired of it because it's a flat line. Mm. I come from uh, Italy where we have, like, rocks and bays and, you know, like, um, uh, big rock, stone, sand, uh, volcanic sand, white sand. Everything is, like, a mix. And I... Somehow, I think there is more personality in the type of beaches and ocean. Um, and so after a while, maybe you can get tired if you live here for a, quite a long time. But the cenotes, again, uh, every cenote is different. So I get that magic back again. You have like um, cenotes that look like caves that are open, that looks like river, like um, uh, the color of the water is different. You have, um, how do you call them in English, uh, stalactite and stalagmite, right? Yes. 
Uh, and so every synod is different and is always a different adventure. And I like that. Oh, it's, um, you know, and for people who uh, haven't seen them, like you said, they're like caves. So it's where the limestone is eroded away. And mm-hmm. unlike other places, um, it's fresh water. So people, that's why it is so clear ah, yes. the water is fresh uh, as opposed to salt water. And so that's why you get the clarity. And, yeah, there's some even there's one that I, I, don't, I don't know the name of it. I think it's up more near the top of um, Quintana Roo. But they have like the lines hanging down. This one? Um, yes, I don't remember the name. is kind of a complicated Mayan name. It's in the near of the Chichen Itza ruin, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like a huge, huge cenote with roots coming down from the top to the bottom. And they just look magical. Like you just, uh, there's something so special. So the way that this all happened was that we had engaged Riviera Maya um, celebrants and the mango weddings we were talking to them and I was sort of looking on the Instagram and things looking for photographers and I I thought we were getting married on the beach and that's the plan and then I went through the Instagram of the Riviera Maya celebrants and I saw a picture at the Sonate and I was Um, like what I said I wrote to them I said you can get married in the Sonate and they said yeah of course and I was like well then that's happening and then I keep going through the photos, you know, and I keep, I'm like, okay, that's the idea. And then I see they're kind of in the water and I said, you know, they're starting to get in in the, in the dress or whatever. And I think it just took me down a little path and I ended up finding the photos of the underwater and I was like, oh, my God. And I contacted what? them and I'm like, I have to do this. This is what I want. Now tell me, you know, who, who are the people who do this? And so, and originally we were talking to, because I thought I wanted a video, I actually found videos first, which is very interesting. Um, and I potentially wanted to have video and photos. So I thought I was ready to talk to the videographer and explain that, you know, their different specialities, all that sort of stuff. But the photographer I spoke to was you. <laughs> And we had a phone call and I think I was in London this is this time last year and you, you were in Mexico. Uh, yes, I think so, yeah. And, uh, you know, I asked you about it. I wanted the two explain that it's the lighting and everything and what's there's so much happening under the water. It's not really a good idea. Um, also, in hindsight, you know, having done the shoot, <laughs> there's a lot going on and you could look very beautiful when you're under the water and in video, but um, so maybe <laughs> you're trying to get into position and there's bubbles or things coming out your nose. Or exactly. I mean, it's tough to explain before we shoot because I think if you didn't live experience, you don't really understand how the day could be when you shoot underwater but basically i mean speaking about photography it takes like a few repetitions as you remember to get the good shot in place because you have so many things that can go wrong maybe you don't like your hair is on your face you have bubbles you have like the dress come down the tie of the groom is in the face uh maybe you're turning your back a little bit towards me you know and so like i have basically constantly to direct and uh, try to get the good shot and it was i mean you guys were pro you were able to go underwater hold your breath you were like really pros you know perfect position smiling eyes open and anyway it took a little bit of time to get the good shots no so imagine when you are working like with a different couple and if you add um the video on top you have basically two point of view shooting you know video and photo competing for the same frame 
and you are swimming and because I mean when I'm shooting I'm swimming basically and I'm shooting and so maybe you can you know like kick each other maybe you are um, and the video is more complicated because you need a sequence of action you know I make you basically go down and do one pose and it will not I think read well in a video in that way you need to do to direct for for example swim from A to B or do a rotation or do like um, reach for a kiss you need like an action and also the light system is different because I'm using strobe lights, I flash, and uh, the video needs uh, works with like the available light, like in the cenote, and so it doesn't work. I always recommend um, uh, do it if you want a video. Let's do that in another day, like a different day, or just go for photography or just for video because it's a different day. It's not it will not work if you do both together. No, and you told me all of that and it was uh, made it very clear for me and looking at your photos, I just was like, yes, I want this and you're so delightful and it was lovely talking to you. I thought, I feel I feel uh-huh. uncomfortable with her, I want to work with her and the best thing, you know, for us because we were booking from Australia, we haven't met the celebrant, we haven't met the yeah. anybody, the makeup artist, all these things. So the fact that you could all work together knew one another it made me feel very comfortable and I trusted you I understand yeah I think it's important to have like a connection you know we only met before my wedding (laughs) yes yes and it's actually like it happens like here in the Riviera Maya I mostly I would say like 95% 95% I work with destination weddings so I actually meet the couple the day of the event so having a good um, you know the call where you can like talk a little bit see each other and have the first feeling is really important um, uh, most of the time I'm the one spending most of the time with the bride during the getting ready the ceremony the, 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 the session at night and so I think you need to click somehow and feel comfortable and trust the person you have in front yes definitely and so we we met, um, and you were so good because you went to the Sonote. We had a little bit of change of plan. Mm-hmm. Um, we had booked one, and then it, um, I think it got booked, double booked. So you yeah. found the other one, and you took the video for us and sent a video. Uh, so we had only seen a video, um, and you were there at 10 in the morning, so you said it's very quiet because mm-hmm. we also took the risk of not booking. You can book the Sonote. Private, yes. Um, which costs maybe you know six hundred US or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, we took and actually to- you were the first ceremony that was done in that cenote because I use often that cenote for um, underwater shoots. I love the light there for the underwater part, but we never have done a um, ceremony there, and oh. so it was a first for us as well. And it, everything was perfect. Everything went well. The ceremony spot was amazing, and the light was beautiful and. Um, I'm happy we uh, had the chance to do the complete shoot there, like from the ceremony to the underwater part. Oh, they made it so much easier because, you know, yes. we, we had the ceremony with photos, then we had the we had our photos above ground afterward mm-hmm. and around that area, and then we got in the water. So for, to have to move, like, I mean, we were already tired, you know, we've been up since yeah. five, so to have to move again and eat in the middle and reapply and it's tough. one location was and we did discuss also having a different day um because I know that sometimes people will say you know maybe I got a little nervous when we first got to Mexico and the weather was a bit cloudy it can happen in February yes stormy and I just thought and it felt a bit cool the air like it was maybe 20 or something but I thought 
What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I going to swim on my wedding day? Like, what am I thinking? <laughs> you know what? I think it's it's good to do it that way because um, you have already the makeup on, you have the hair done, you don't have to, you know, repeat the process because um, it is a long process, you know, hair and makeup. You have to take two hours, three hours, get ready early morning. And so, like, I mean, since you are already ready for your day, um, it was not a bad idea to do everything together. And I liked it. You know, you had your ceremony and after like adventure and ready to relax after the Senate Trash Address. Well, and also the thing I thought was like the whole special thing for me was like what a special thing on our wedding day, something so unique. And to recreate it didn't feel like it's the same magic because we were so happy. And mm. so, you know, I think you see that in the picture. We were happy. We were, you know, in love and... You were so cute. <laughs> yeah, we were kissing and all this, you know. But, you know, if we had to do that after we've had all this excitement and all the energy, adrenaline of the wedding and then maybe the next day, I think you even say um, maybe you should do it. If you do want to do it separately, you really think that's best, then maybe yes. after. I feel it's after. And, and, and in that case, I was, um, like, especially thinking about the weddings that happen in the afternoon. You know, like, if you have, like, a bigger wedding and you have um, ceremony in the afternoon and after we have the reception with the dancers, everybody's drinking, and maybe the wedding ends at midnight, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. In that case, I don't recommend to do this another day after because you are you really need energy. I mean, um, it is a beautiful adventure, but it is an adventure. And so you need to be, you know, like strong, fresh, well-eaten, not hangover. Um, because I did have a few cases where bride and groom um, wanted to uh, shoot the day after the wedding. And it was just because of our, like, a traveling schedule. So there was not any other possibilities. And they were miserable. <laughs> they were really miserable. I mean, you know, we, we did anyway, like, we had some amazing photos. We make it work. Work, but it takes longer and they are miserable they are tired they have headaches and so like I always recommend after your wedding day if you get married at night and you have a long wedding rest the day after book your spa get a massage and a few days after you do your trash dress and that's it yeah but for me I think doing it I mean we did an elopement so it's a different style of wedding because it's a different yes they're asking me like but then your dress was wet and I said well I was never going to wear my dress there were six of us. We're going for dinner. I'm not going to wear my dress. It's a, it's a gown. I'm not wearing that to dinner. So to dinner, yeah. We had that plan. So I, I had a spare dress, a pretty white dress that I wore for dinner. So it's a different for dinner, yeah. We had the plan of, and we still have the plan of having a big party in Australia. So like our mm-hmm. reception, we were spread out. So really that day was for me about us being married together and having a, those special moments together and that, Memories, making memories, yeah. And also, like, I have to say, like, I've seen many weddings and many treasure dress. Most of the time during the wedding, the... um, dress gets really dirty because you know, people are drinking, dancing on the dance floor, the dress gets dragged around and, you know, gets dirty. But in the cenote being fresh water and it's crystal clear, I mean, it's really crystal clear, basically you're washing the dress. We call it trash dress because it's the common terminology for this type of shoot. But actually, it's, you know, the, there is no risk for the dress. The only 
um, a risk you can have is maybe if you are like um, if you have like a really like lacy thin dress that maybe can get hooked on a rock on a you know like, on a little like branch, but it's a rare case. Like most of the time, the dress is clean and ready to hang and dry and bring back home. Exactly. I I had a few twigs. I pulled out some little tri- twigs. Maybe. Exactly. Um, some little. Actually, I had some orange marks, and I thought it must have been the algae or from a tree. Turns out, my seamstress, the lady who stitched up uh-huh. the train, had accidentally left a needle in there. So I had a needle dress uh-huh. on the day, and the needle had rusted, and that was the orange mark. So I oh, out, wow. lucky I didn't get stabbed in the water. No, and you were like everything went fine. Okay, okay. Yeah, I had a needle in there the whole time, sewing needles. So anyway. And where did you when did you find the needle? Like back in Australia or yeah. in, when you were still in Tulum? Back in Australia. I found the okay, needle. Okay, okay. A traveling needle from yeah. Australia to Tulum, back to Australia. The weapon. <laughs> so yeah. So you said so, and it was really great. You sent me before. So we could get a little bit prepared, some things. But uh, also you get some common questions. So I just want to ask you those questions. Yes. Um, the first one was, does the dress stay clean? So you just answered that one. <laughs> it does. Perfect as new. <laughs> and then can we do the trash the dress the day after the wedding, which we already sort of talked about too. Mm-hmm. You said preferably on the day or uh, depending on the style of wedding, then a few days after. A few days after, after, yes. Yeah. Do brides use a second dress for the trash the dress? Sometimes, yes. So, um, there are a few cases when this is happening. For example, uh, maybe they want to have, for traveling reason, for the schedule, they would like to have a trash the dress before the wedding. So, if you don't want to use the dress before the wedding, normally they have a plan B. Um, like a second dress for the trash dress and after they use the real dress for the wedding, uh, like the official dress, sorry, for the wedding. Um, or also maybe some brides wants to resell the dress or keep the dress or use the dress. And so they use a second dress for the trash dress. Um, so as I, I always tell the bride that it should not get ruined, that everything should be fine, but it depends a little bit on the client. Uh, also, sometimes people, this is what I always recommend. It doesn't happen so often, but I love when it happens. I always suggest use your original dress, but bring a bold choice for your second dress. For example, a red gown, a golden sequin gown, go crazy, you know, crystal everywhere. And whatever looks a little bit like um, heavy, uh, like um, normally underwater can look amazing and so every bold color like shiny the fabric uh, works in an epic way underwater and I always dream for that and I always try to convince people to get a second crazy dress for the issue yeah and so we actually I brought with me some of my Indian outfits because they're really mm-hmm. bright and I also bought a couple of dresses because I didn't know I'm still on the day maybe I was going to want to keep my dress but you know for me the special thing was that you know the that I went straight from the ceremony into the water and it was like that makes sense and I kind of got to the point I don't care if it does get something but everything came out perfect so it wasn't a problem but I tell you we're going to come back in four years we are having Uh an anniversary every uh 29th of February 2024 
and I will bring a sequin dress, I promise. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so happy. I, I will put that already in my calendar. So yeah. it's, it's going to be yeah. there, like a CBC to be confirmed. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be there. And then I actually tried on, I have to send you a picture, I actually tried on a gold sequin dress as potentially the wedding dress. But um, yeah. oh, Send me the photos, yes. Especially sequin, it looks like, um, I say like fish scale. Yeah. It's part like a disco ball underwater. When the light underwater hits the dress, you get like these um, beam of lights coming out of the sequence. And it's, um, it's so stunning. It's so stunning to shoot. It's, uh, it makes me so happy to see that underwater. So go go for it, man. Go for it. Now, maybe I should answer this one because uh-huh. we have different responses. It's, uh, is the water <laughs> cold? so i have to lie i know i have to lie about it so actually the water is not cold if you go for a swim you know if you take mm-hmm. a 10 minute swim it's amazing it's refreshing it's beautiful if you have to shoot for two hours uh, it gets cold, you know, it's easy to get up there, man. And so um, I, adrenaline distracts you a lot. So if you're shooting, you know, I'm getting the shot, I'm excited, I'm, I'm, you know, I see the results, I don't want again, again, and more and more, so I go. But I see even on myself that I'm wearing a thin wetsuit, I get, you know, blue lips, and I get to shake, start to shake. You can hear my teeth, um, how do you say, like a clinch? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yes, and I also see you guys, you know, like I, I will not uh, tell you that, but I see when people start to get, you know, like the, how do you say, like duck skin, you know, like a bump goose, goosebump, no? <laughs> goosebump, goose okay, when you get goosebumps, I see when your lips are turning blue, you know, I see that is happening, you know, that people are getting cold, but I have to, you know, keep going and keep you excited and try to not make you think that it's really starting to be cold, but I have to um, keep you positive and wanting, you know, like, um, for you to cooperate to get the best results for the shot. And yeah. um, we can also take break. I mean, anytime, you know, I'm not, um, I get excited and I can keep shooting, but if I, the mm, people in front of me start to be miserable and they want to get out and take a break, we can always stop. The only problem, it is um, more difficult to get back into the water. No, you, can, oh, yes. you get out, you get warm, and you don't want to go back into the water. I mean, you no. have to wait up a while. Yes. Yeah. So it was, um, I would say it was fresh and <laughs> we're first getting in and we have some very funny videos I'll share of us, um, the, the water rising up and feeling cold. But after maybe five, ten, you know, yeah, we ex- you're excited and things. And I was doing a lot more photos than Matthew. So he, he was telling me he was cold and tired. I said, I'm working my butt off here, you know. I'm, I'm mermaid and I'm almond, yeah. you know. But it was giving up a little bit before the new. It was like starting to 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 wanted to get out like half shoot. Yes, yes. So he, yeah. We, but he did well. I mean, I didn't. The time passed so quickly because we were going to change. No, it did amazing. It, it went through it. I mean, it, but I could tell it was like, okay, when is it over? When is it over? But after he kept going. I mean, it was really you know focusing on the shoot. Well, and he hurt his shoulder a little bit because he was because you know he was holding on to me. Uh, and I think he was always holding on with the one arm and so and because my dress is heavy and I'm floating and I'm posing he's holding my whole body weight so his poor shoulder the day after he had a sore shoulder so maybe swap shoulders when you're doing it too (laughs) just an adventure yes yeah so (laughs) 
you know, the question as well, like, and people, my friends could not believe this, like the makeup, how it lasts under the water. You know, people say, does it last? Uh, no, it does, it does. Like I always recommend to do professional makeup uh, yes. first because it is um it is a big session you know it does is like it's not um i would say like in the um, uh, it has a, like a cost because like the equipment is like a specific equipment is a um, like half day shoot uh with the you know the traveling to the sonata the sonata entrance and so i always recommend to do a professional makeup because uh, we will take lots of photos you know, of course of the of the couple and so it's good to have this like um perfect skin and you know like be ready for the session and most of the makeup artists of the area they know about the cenote treasure dress and so they are ready to provide um underwater like a waterproof makeup service yes. and i would say that like most of the shoots i've done in water the makeup is like perfect until the end you know like you have the base the um, uh, the darkness of the eyes you know everything stays in place uh, maybe with some problems sometimes with um, fake eyelashes because they tend to float away. That doesn't <laughs> resist the tension of the water. And the lips, because if you're kissing, you know, if you're like, um, maybe you're like mad in your lips or like kissing and so like the lipstick uh, tend to fade. And I always recommend to bring a lipstick with you to put some color on your lips because those will turn blue underwater. And yeah. so to look alive and to look healthy and alive, um, I would recommend maybe, you know, to have um, on hand your lipstick to put again on. And I did that and it changed. Also, yes. like um, I had had quite a neutrally sort of color for my, um, uh, for the sort of, ceremony so I just chose something a little bolder underneath so more yes. brown mm -hmm. color so you, I think you see that little change in the photos but it's um it does make a difference having the, the lipstick on but my makeup my friends could not believe on the day you know they said you still look flawless even that night I had a nap in the afternoon uh -huh. and went out for dinner and my makeup was still on Still with the same makeup. Wow, yeah. this is and like my eyelashes. I had to pull them off um like two days later. I was like, okay, this is enough now. They wow, VO, okay, this is yeah. VO Evolution, is Natasha. They are no, those are yes, yes, we are amazing. And actually, like, I remember like um two things that surprised me personally is when you came up uh, out from the water at the end of the session, your makeup was on. And at the beginning of the shots, when you are underwater, you still have the air, like in, uh, you have like the locks, the curls of the hair, like, uh, you know, like fresh done, but you are underwater. And most of the time, once you touch the water, the hair goes like a lion, yeah. it flies everywhere. Mm -hmm. and, but no, you have like the hair done underwater. I was like, wow, this is really perfect. <laughs> And you, uh, the, one of the funny things for me was, um, you know, there's lots of things to remember, but you sort of get into it. But yeah, you were, you would say to me, Emma, we need your hair, like your hair has to be more. So I, so I would have to go shake, it. shake my head like a lion, then pull the hair out of my face, yeah. then stop breathing and then pose. <laughs> you know, like just all these things. And Matthew's just sitting there and I'm like, I have to do like five things. And then, and it's like don't squint don't puff your cheeks extend your neck uh, fluff your hair um, you know so many things and 
needs to be in place, no? And I keep repeating constantly that, like, during the shoot, because it's so easy to um, lose the awareness of your, like, body position or your, your face, and um, it doesn't look good if you're, like, squinting or puffing or, you know, the hair is in your face, and so it's, like, constantly, like, reminding. And, uh, and I also so kept it- looking at you. I would, we would come up and you say, yeah, <laughs> look in the camera, and I'm like... Oh, yeah, okay. So I, I can see you. So I look at you and you're like, no, it looks weird. Don't look at the camera. It's like the ghost bride. I always tell my brides, like, don't look at the camera. No, because when you, it's so strange. When you, underwater, you open your eyes, you see, like, blurry blurry shapes. So people have a tendency to over-open the eyes. And if you look in the camera, it looks kind of ghostly. You are, you are, you are <laughs> underwater, your hair is flying, your dress is flying, and you look in the camera with big eyes, it looks scary a little bit. So I always <laughs> recommend don't look in the camera and always smile. Always a soft smile. And it is so, it's just so funny. <laughs> Emma, don't look at me. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, but you're always lovely about it. So um, one of the things we learn is, yeah, do you have to go deep in the water? Um, no. So for the couple that I'm shooting or the subject that I'm shooting, absolutely not. So if you know, bride like uh, are always normally wearing like big dresses and it's important for us to make sure they are always able to stand up and be standing on a rock. So um, the client is not um, swimming around or going deep. Um, I'm the one shooting at the same level of a um, subject I'm shooting or going down uh, like a few meters to, for the shot. Um, basically, like if the subject is going down underwater deep and I would shoot the subject, I will just see the bottom of the cenote, so rocks. If the subject stays close to the surface, I will have a reflection effect with the surface. And so it's better if I go down a little bit and I'm shooting this like amazing reflection on the surface, um, on the underwater part of the surface. And, And like the most I'm diving, I would, I mean, I think I never like a measure, but I would say it's four or five meter could be like the most. Um, Most part of the shoot is done at the same level or just a few meters underwater. And depending on the light, when the light comes into the camera is when I try to um, sink really deep so I can get this amazing effect of the light getting into the camera as well. And I try to get a little bit of everything, you know, like shooting like um, near you, uh, far away from you, deeper, same level, uh, half inside, half outside the water. So you get a complete portfolio and different point of view. You can see everything from a different uh, place and it looks much better for the final portfolio. Yeah, well, one of my favorite photos is actually the the one where we first, I'm just up to like almost like my breast line, like so uh-huh. our body is above the water and the, the LA I have a dress on, yes. That was the first one I put up so that people were a bit like, are you in the water? Like, are you actually in the water? And they, they, they it. it could be just a cool trick. And then the next shot I put is we are just under the water. But I was surprised, yeah, that we um, – we just really dip below the surface, really like up top of the head, almost touching the surface. And yes, and actually, like sometimes people tend, you know, they try to help me out and they try to sink really deep. But I have always to, you know, like make sure, like, no, stay really close as you can to the surface. 
Um, also, like depends on the shot. For example, sometimes I can make like people swim from one rock to another rock. No, so that could be you can sink down a little bit lower depending on the background and the situation. Like, but most of the time, you don't need to go deep at all. And I actually had clients that didn't know how to swim, yeah. and uh, just yes, like in uh, I would say like in uh, ten years and. 11 almost years in the business um, I only had two couples that didn't know how to swim and they hired me and um, I was really surprised because it was like I was you know it is underwater shoot I mean you saw the images now we are going to swim um, yeah and we made it actually we made it work the picture turns out uh, did turn out um, beautiful it just took longer time to yeah. be able for them to relax and to get the understanding of what to do and now like for example now that myself I have more experience well I always ask now if the client can swim and I always recommend to do some practice at home in the yes. swimming pool in the bathtub uh, try to you know hold your breath and smile and open your eyes underwater get used to the sensation and so Yes, and we did that, I promise. We did. Uh, yes, did I know, I know. I asked you about it. <laughs> I mean, my husband is also like practically Aquaman and he um, exactly. he free dives very well and I try to keep up too. So we, we, we were water babies anyway, so we were very yeah. well practiced. And that helps me a lot. It was, uh, yeah, but any practice you can do. And the difference is I think people are used to holding their breath when they swim. And so it's a different feeling mm-hmm. when you're holding your breath and staying still. So we were actually able to stay under quite, exactly. quite long. You, you got a little annoyed with us because we were staying under too long. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really competitive and I feel like I cannot go up before them. I'm going to, you know, get purple, but I'm going to stay underwater. <laughs> you guys are like, you guys, honestly, kind of rude, you know, to make the photographer look better. <laughs> you shouldn't stay down so well, long. One time I'm... One time I had to admit I cheated because I went up and took a breath like <gasps> and went down again. <laughs> we were just so in love underwater in the moment. And you don't know because you can't talk to each other. So you can't say to us, come on, guys, that's it. So we just thought, well, has she got the shot? Yeah, let's wait. No, yeah. Got the shot and then we come up and you're like, is it okay? And you were like, is it- oh, <gasps> yeah, <amazing. laughs> And so how long does, you know, how long does it usually take uh, the shoot? How long do you usually spend? So like for the complete shoot, normally one is like, uh, in your case, for example, it was elopement plus um, trash arrest. So it was like a different situation. Normally when it's only trash arrest, I shoot the dry part and after we go underwater, I can, I would say it lasts from three to five hours. Um depends if we're like, you know, uh, some cenotes, they have two, three different uh, water areas. So maybe you have to walk a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, depends a little bit on the day, if the client wants to take a break or not. But I would say three to five hours. And also depends on how much the client can last. Because sometimes they give up and they say, you know what, enough, like I'm done. Let's say what we have, we have. But if the client is up to, and they let me torture them and we're getting good <laughs> photos, you know, I can keep going. So like I had like a few times, uh, rarely, but seven hours shoot. Mm-hmm. And I, like, it's one package. So there's like no extra cost for me. It's like, um, if I can have amazing photos and it's working and we are producing good material for me, it doesn't matter. You know, we stay longer and we 
shoot epic images. That's why I do this job, you know, and, uh, but I would say mostly like three or five hours. And I always recommend my clients to not have uh, any activity booked after the day. Uh, they think it's going to be easy. Okay, I have a few photos in the morning and at night I have a, um, a party with my family and friends or whether something else planned. And normally, no. Normally, they go back, they order food, and they sleep like babies. And I know that because everybody tells me the same. So um, I recommend to take the day off normally yeah. after the semi-fetal dress. We had a nap. We just had a two-hour nap. So we exactly. we met at 8, and then we were probably in the – and did the wedding and the photos, and then we were in the water maybe 10.30, and then we did two hours in the water. So we were like four yeah. hours. And also it's like a big um, temperature change because uh, when you shoot in the jungle, you have a wedding dress on, you're sweating, it's really humid, it's really hot, you lose lots of liquids, uh, the heat is intense, can be intense, especially if you're not used to it. And after you go in the water and it's really cold and you're like, you know, swimming and kicking and um, shaking because you're like getting cold and yeah, you're tired after it. Yes, we are. And so um, I was very happy with my dress in the end. But so we talked a little bit before, but what sort of dress do you recommend if the bride? And it was hard because I was I, I was <laughs> thinking of the dress and, and then I had to go, you know what, I just, if I have to wear two dresses, I'll wear two dresses. But I have to think, how do I want to look above water? And then if it works, I mean, it worked perfectly, I think it was perfectly absolutely yes so like in your case it was fun because i remember you were like choosing the dress for the session you were really planning ahead and i i mean if we have the opportunities of doing that that is amazing for me as well um any dress we can shoot underwater but for the best results i would recommend um i like personally the marmix shape and the shape of the dress so you see like the shape of the body but I always recommend to have one with a train, like the one you had, because that gives you a um, sexy body with an extension and you look really long underwater. You have this effect of mermaid tail, I would say. They or also everything fit and flare, so fitted. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah. And belong like on the back, like the train. Mm-hmm. And that like, uh, looks really like uh, pleasant underwater. It's really beautiful to watch because you have this like uh, extension of the body. Uh, or if not, another option, like I had like really voluminous dresses uh, with a lot of like um, volume and lace and chiffon and that gives an angelic look underwater. Everything is fluffing and floating underwater and gives you this like um, uh, ethereal, angelic, ghostly um, uh, visual basically and uh, also like the veil i always recommend to have a veil for my clients even if you're not getting married with a veil i recommend to like um, buy like a you know like a cheap veil just for the underwater shoot and everything with is like you know floating around like props um, uh, maybe you can use it in your hand or it's like um, floating in the background behind you it's a nice touch for the for the shoot and you had a veil that I borrowed, which quite surprised me. Yes. I, I was very clear I didn't want a veil. And so when I put the pictures, my mom was like, why do you have a veil? Like, where did you get, like, you changed your mind. I was like, no, 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 just just for the pictures. I didn't 
<laughs> and it, it was you have always a few props that I, I bring to the synopsis. I'm, I'm, you know, when I see stuff that they like and I get excited and thinking like, ah, this would like look good underwater. I, if you remember, we had also like um, a golden fabric and I have, uh, you know, I find stuff sometimes that I want to see how they look like underwater and I just buy them and bring them to the shoot because I'm excited to use them. Yeah, it was, it was fun to have a few props and to mix it up. And when do you recommend, what are the months you recommend going down? Okay, so this is a tough one because uh, in Mexico, they say rainy season is from May to November, mm-hmm. but it doesn't rain for all those months. So basically you have one month that is raining a lot and the rest maybe you can get occasional, like, um, you know, like 10 minutes strong rain, half an hour strong rain and the rest is sunshine. Um, for example, now that is, uh, well, November, when like uh, half of October, half November, the two hurricanes, a tropical storm, everything went like so strange, but it's 2020, so it's normal. Um, if not most of the time, with a little bit of rain uh, and rainy season can be like one, two, three weeks of strong rain. Rain can affect the clarity of the water. Uh, the problem is, is like we never know when it's going to, to rain. Um, I would say that maybe in the last uh, 11 years shooting trash address, probably October, November can be a little bit more at risk because mm-hmm. normally most of the rain happens in those months and the rest should be should be fine. Um, when it's raining, like for one straight week, we can have um, a loss of clarity under water and that can be complicated. Uh, yeah. Also because maybe the client is here for maybe four or five days, maybe like if we're lucky one week or 10 days. And so we can reschedule if we are available and we don't have another shoot plan, we can reschedule without any problem. But if it's training for one week or 10 days straight, um, we have to find different solution and make it work uh, with the situation we have underwater. Yeah. And we were so lucky because like, as I said, the first day it was a little overcast and cloudy the second day was a little less the next day was kind of sunny and the next day was our wedding day perfect Uh so with sun i think all the time no just five minutes of cloudy and that's that's it it was perfect so uh everything about my day was perfect i must say (laughs) exactly you were like you're like a beautiful day (laughs) but i'm going to show you um some photos now i mean you've seen them before Uh but we're just going to read through the comments together because it's um kind of funny (laughs) i love this photo this is so beautiful (laughs) so this first photo is the one i mentioned where we're still above the water but our bodies are under the water and i put this up and we got about 60 likes on facebook we got quite a few Mm -hmm. likes my comment was i found myself a real life aquaman and (laughs) Not so many comments, but uh, just somebody says, photoshopped, Emma, question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Someone else says, amazing, amazing, I love this, so magical a dream. She had actually seen the photos, so she she knew what was happening. She knew. A diver herself, so she loved it. Uh, and has two little girls. And she's like, can I go home and show the girls? They're like They'll be like, Emma's a mermaid. <laughs> uh, and then they got what a gorgeous photo. So that, I think people were like, oh, nice, that's pretty. But they didn't understand what was happening yet. And so then the next photo we put, which I have to go which way? Actually, sorry, let me just get back on this photo. Basically, yeah. like uh, there I'm already like mm, you are halfway 
and me, I'm already like, well, completely in the water and I'm, my camera is inside a housing and I'm basically, my lens is shooting both inside and outside. So this is like the beginning for us of the underwater part. So cool. So cool. So the next one was our first fully, and of course my computer's being slow now, underwater. Come on. Oh, or my mouse is being a jerk. <laughs> this happened in there. <laughs> Come on. Hello. Hi. And meanwhile, I would say is not Photoshop. I mean, I use Photoshop. I edit every single photos. And especially for underwater shoots, there is a lot of like color correction because sometimes the um, uh, color balance underwater can make like, um, can change a little bit between photos and photos. So we always like color correct the images. But um, the photo is a real photo. And in Photoshop, we only correct, you know, like some sharpness. Um, sometimes it can happen that you see the cable of my flashlight. So I have to edit out the cable or little details. Yeah. Okay. So, of course, my computer decides to play up just as I do this. Okay. So this was the main shot. Ah! <laughs> Look at your hair. Your hair is in perfect position. You have, like, your locks are, like, is everything is perfect. It was amazing. Uh, so, and it was cool because, like for me as well, I know that this was one of the very first shots that you got. So it really was. Metal, yes, one of the first one. Here we go. So, and I, what I did, I put uh, was actually the words that Matthew read a poem to me on the day. So he said, uh, "You're so down to earth. I am up in the stars. I'll show you the sea if you take me to Mars." It was very sweet. I remember that from the video, like when I received the video from my uh, editors, I will. I, I remember like listening to that poem, and it was so sweet. It was so sweet. I just I'm like, come on, computer! It just doesn't want to show this one photo. It keeps flicking back and forth. Anyway, the one guy who had said on the last picture, he said photoshopped question mark. He said, "Oh, <coughs> you are under the water." Like, actually, uh -huh. I was like, yes. I am. So it was, um, I think we were just so surprised that we had done this. Um, so I got, what, what, how's that even possible? I've never seen a lovelier photo. As somebody said, I've got another photo where I'm, um, it's just me. I'm kind of being like a mermaid. And she says, oh, I love that photo. Yeah. You aren't even trying to breathe and even have a small smile. Craziness. And the photographer captured the, that particular moment. I'm having FOMO over my lame wedding photos. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know. I made so many people. They're like, photography's come so far. They're like, oh, my God. You can do it again. Do it for your anniversary or something. Exacto, exacto. It's always like something that I recommend, you know, like, um, it's like you can always take beautiful picture of like, um, you know, together as a couple now. And you can, uh, um, when I have clients that want to have wedding photos after the wedding, I mean, after one year or two years or three years of a wedding, I always recommend to do like half an hour. So half of a session with wedding, uh, with a wedding gown and half session with something else. Because so you have... Um, bridal version and you have also uh, just a portrait version it is not too bridal related yeah yeah I'd love to have that and next time as well and we, we're definitely going to do and for me last time we had um civil ceremony it was beautiful I love Paula our celebrant but there's also an offering of a Mayan celebrant mm -hmm. and doing the Mayan ceremony so I said when we come back we will do a little ceremony because we hopefully we'll have more friends and family come and they can watch us 
say some nice things together in the Mayan ceremony and then we'll just get in the water. And also we'll have a little baby. So um, exactly. free. So let's see if they can they can come in the water too. <laughs> well, uh, for me it would be beautiful to shoot, like, you know, like um, – uh, like an anniversary shoot and there is a baby as well yeah. i mean it's like more people you add more yes more subject you add to the shoot more difficulties but the idea of maybe getting you know like a few shots with a baby would be amazing you know and yeah yes. we just our, our photographer for life so we just have to keep meeting up oh. and, uh, you capture our, our, our journey over the years but I've got this other one, the mermaid one, and she's saying, my friend's saying, stop it. These are incredible photos, amazing. You are Ariel. And then she's done a gift from the little mermaid. She's put a picture of me. <laughs> it's true. I actually personally love this photo. And this like goes back to what we were saying before about the dress. You see you have like the mermaid-shaped dress. So your body is like, you know, you see the curves, you see everything. But after you have this like long extension of the tail and so you look extremely long the hair is in perfect position I, I love everything about this photo I remember the moment I took this photo and I told you about it it was like wow 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 I love this photo I was so excited about it I and you have also like a little I looked at uh, sorry if I hadn't looked at um I hadn't asked you to see any pictures but ah that was oh, the first time I showed you can I just see how it looks um yeah. you know you don't know how you're looking and I looked at that and I was like oh I look good <laughs> yeah I know you look good but it was amazing and you also have a little fish um, swimming on the top of the dress I always like when we have those details because it make you understand that you are underwater and that is like a natural environment so um, if we have like a little fish swimming around is always like um, a plus for us yeah so I've, I've got some more comments are you actually swimming in your dress these are amazing <laughs> jaw dropping awesome bucket list amazing photograph what somebody said what I want to know is do you still have the dress and I sent them back a photo of the dress hanging in my bedroom so I said it looks perfectly like fine like clean and yeah yeah so best wedding pictures I've ever seen absolutely incredible stunning awesome uh yeah we had on one of our pictures we had 200 likes and we had about wow. 80 comments so um yeah people really and you know they sort of come back a little bit somebody must find them again and then they comment again uh so this one oh there's a comment from a lovely lady called deborah ducci <laughs> hey, it's me <laughs> <laughs> she said i love this photo everything is perfect even the ringlets yeah that that one is amazing because the hair is just you know like it, it never gets old for me like when I like I've, I've been doing this for a while and I I'm really happy when the result is amazing and the client is happy and people get excited and I see the comments I mean I I, I am happy I'm excited to to know that people are loving the images and uh, and every threshold dress is like so different you know the light is different the client is different the dress is different um so many different things can influence the shoot and i'm i don't know like i, I love it when when we have this type of photos now like your day was really beautiful you know, like the perfect light um the makeup the hair the dress and you two guys were like pros underwater and it all magic. came together and i just can't believe though still even on this comp you know even after i've answered the question i'm still getting 
is this underwater? Is this underwater? <laughs> like, is. actually, are you underwater? And I had to post a video because I think people still couldn't believe it. So I, my girlfriends, you know, were there on the day, so they took some video behind the scene, which I'll put on the Instagram as well. I'm really glad they did. Yeah, like it's a. Really they cool. never get like the backstage of a. You know, nobody's shooting me shooting now. So like it was nice to have like a um, proof that we were really underwater. Really, really, and it, it's funny because you know you saw us. You know we were sort of um, doing the one, two, three, and getting ready and yeah. coming up and laughing and our friends talking. They're saying, "Oh, I feel like." creepy watching them you know because it's very romantic <laughs> as well and it, it is a bit creepy but they they said we we're watching 100 we don't care we'll find a way so they were up on the bridge like little cheeky monkeys yeah yeah <laughs> and then from the stairs now hiding there yeah but it's just yeah, the comments are so so lovely and just um you know people i have goosebumps these are so creative Oh. wow this is beautiful very impressed by your composed faces I've only ever managed thumb face underwater <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing because you're making like a really effort like it seems effortless you know you are like soft relaxed you're not puffing or squinting uh, you are like you seem comfortable in what you're doing and I have to say that sometimes it is not no, it's tough you know you have to really be aware of your like mouth and cheeks and eyes and uh, but you look effortless there. Yeah, we, I mean, look, it was, uh, it was for me, it was not too bad. So um, I, I'm, I'm so glad I did it. I said I would do it again in a heartbeat. Um, I cannot recommend you as a photographer above ground, <laughs> underwater, in a hotel, out on a beach, any anywhere. <laughs> people can work with you, Deb. Honestly, you made. I cannot express how grateful we are and we did something for you we we watched our photos um on zoom oh that was a first for me like I never had a client like doing that for me and you know like I always deliver a photo I I always get a response you know like we love the photos but I never see when people see the images and you made this like a recording of your reaction while watching for the first time the photos and it was like a beautiful gift because I I'm happy if you're happy, you know, and seeing you guys excited and emotional and uh, surprised and uh, it, it was, I don't know, I felt so good. I was so happy for you guys. Yeah, it was a wonderful moment. And I've, I've my, I've, I really took the time and I just asked my friend Jen, who was at our wedding, she actually eloped as well. So ah. inspired by us. And so she said yesterday, um, I got the photos, I'll send you a link. And I said, no. I want to have a slideshow, please. So we're going to do a video. I think it's so much nicer to, you know, people often they get these pictures. You pay quite a lot of money to get pictures yeah. and a lot of time doing them. Um, it's a very special day. And this, these photos you never get to share. So that's, um, that's been a benefit of COVID was that I was, because I couldn't see some of my family and friends, and uh, they might never come to my house. I, I did print myself an album. I said, I'll show you. And so we went through the slideshow together. And it was so nice for me to relive oh. that many times. And not just send the link and hope that they looked at it. I was like, no, we'll sit together and I'll show you. And, and we watch it, yeah. Yeah. So I, I recommend oh. that for people to, you know, make enjoy your pictures, you know, and look at them often and having them, I, I should tell you, I, should, I now have a big album. I made a big one that's beautiful. Uh -huh. I made a smaller one as well. Okay. So, same. 
uh, so that we can travel with it because otherwise, again, people don't get to ever see your wedding album. Uh, it's true. It's true. So you have like a smaller version of a... Like an A4 size so that when I go to visit okay. people, I can take it and then the big one doesn't get damaged, you know. Okay, okay. Oh, that's nice. I'll send you a video. I'll put a little video up, guys, on, on the Instagram too to show you some of the pictures in print. Uh, but thank you so much for everything but also for sharing with us your wonderful skills and, uh, yeah. Oh, th- <laughs> Thanks, Emma, for inviting me. It was a pleasure. I love now to, like, talk about this experience with you and relive, like, the moments of the shoot together. And, um, yes, it was, like, a pleasure for me. Absolutely. Muchas gracias. Cuídate. Un abrazo. Bye, Emma. Ciao. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. And um, just a reminder, you can find us all over the internet, um, lovelytravels.com, that's lovely with double L, or send us an email, info at lovelytravels.com. Where else, Emma? They can join us on Facebook at our Facebook page named Lovely Travels, or you can join our awesome community of travellers and people interested in all things travel. That's the Lovely Travels community. And then you can also check us out on Instagram at, at Lovely Travels. So always with a double L, L-O-V-E, double L-Y, travels. That's right. Just uh, we'd really look forward to you dropping by, having a look, leaving a like, subscribing, uh, telling your friends, um, getting your mum to listen, call your mum. You haven't called her in a while. She'll be really happy. That's it. And we'll see you again next week. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.